Welcome to Rethink Rich Now, your place for inspired thinking about life, love, and wealth. I'll post new episodes weekly, and I'm happy to get your questions and comments. Please note the information I provide in this podcast is for general purposes only. I'm not taking into consideration your personal situation. Do your own research to make decisions in the area of personal financial management. Please like and subscribe to this podcast. Future episodes will cover lots of topics. My objective is to provide the information you need to start your journey towards financial success, however you define it. In this episode, we're going to talk about saving versus investing. The two terms are often used interchangeably, but they're not the same thing. Saving is sort of first level. If you can't save, you'll never be able to invest. Saving, as we commonly use the term, simply refers to putting something aside, typically for use later on. It's an important muscle to develop. It goes hand in hand with delayed gratification. The idea that you might put off something you could do or consume today in order to consume or do that thing at a later date. Depending on your income and where you live, saving can be very a very difficult thing to do. For most people, the rising costs of everyday goods and services is faster than the rise in their incomes. Real incomes, and I'll define what those are, have been flat for over 30 years. So what does the word, the term real income mean? Real income is your income adjusted for the impact of inflation. So, in other words, if you take the change in your income from year to year and subtract from that the change in your everyday expenses from year to year, you get the change in your real income. Let's take an example. Let's say your income went from $15 an hour to $20 an hour. That would be a 33% increase in your income. However, if your normal expenses went from $1,000 a month to $1,500 a month, that would be a rise of 50%. So in real terms, your income actually declined. Right? Because the rise in expenses of 50% was bigger than the rise in the income that you used to meet those expenses. That was 33%. Okay. Real incomes of the average American have really declined or stayed flat over the last 30 years. Now, that's a blanket statement. And in fact, you may have achieved some advancement in income over the years, but you still probably haven't kept up with cumulative inflation. However, I will say, if you've made a significant investment in yourself through well-thought-through well education or uh, development of some skills or the, the acquisition of some capital, maybe through inheritance, you may have uh, achieved a difference uh, in your real income, a positive difference in your real income. I know quite a few families up in New England who practice canning. I send them tropical fruits and they boil and process them and put them in glass ball jars for consumption later. In some cases, many, many years later. That's a form of saving. Okay? Saving allows you to manage the risk that you might lose income due to, to a health change or a change in economic circumstances. If, if one of those things happens, 
you have something stored away that you can grab onto and consume until you return to normalcy, if you return to normalcy as far as income goes. All of this talk about saving and inflation and real income leads us to talking about investing and how investing differs from saving. Once you've mastered the art of saving, i.e. not spending everything you take in, it's time to start thinking about how to protect your savings from the ravages of inflation. Okay. As we talked about before, the price of most goods and services that we consume generally have risen in price over time. A slice of pizza that used to cost a dollar is now two dollars. The home your parents bought in the middle of the city back 40 years ago was $60,000 and now it's worth 500. That free Google Drive storage that you used to have now comes with a restriction and storage limitations that you can pay to get more storage. So that's an example of inflation as well. Some prices rise and then fall, and they sort of do that in cycles. Oil is kind of a good example. It will cycle up and down, depending on economic circumstances. Uh, as the prices rise, more production comes online, and more substitutes are created, and that causes the overall supply to increase and causes prices to come down. Generally speaking, the prices of things we consume have increased over time, though. One of the major things is housing. Our housing costs across the nation have gone up over time. That means the dollars that we're so diligently saving now are not going to buy us much in the future. So you've got to think about how you can put that money to work so that it grows in value while it's sitting and waiting for you to tap into it. The act of, of putting your money to work in the capital markets is, is referred to as investing. You think of saving, think of it as saving season with a little bit of risk through participation in the real economy. Investing is different from saving primarily in the presence of risk. You know, what is risk? And, and we'll, as we move forward here, we'll talk about risk because it is essential. Uh, the assumption of risk is essential to seeing good rewards in investing, okay? And if you run into people who sell you the opportunity to get rid of risk, just know that by getting rid of that risk, you're also reducing your return. So if they talk to you about getting the same return for no risk, they're then lying uh, because there's always risk to, uh, attached to any given return. Okay. So, investing is basically the act of providing capital for some sort of enterprise that you believe will grow and you believe will be able to provide you a good return in the future. There are lots of different types of investments out there. You can buy shares or stakes in private companies, those are referred to as equities. You can buy company or government bonds, those are referred to as fixed income investments typically. You can invest in real estate, collectibles, commodities, and there's even crypto, cryptocurrency investments as well. Typically, you want a mix of these various types of investments, each of which carries its own level of risk. And such a mix is a risk, a mix, sorry, is called a portfolio. Future episodes will talk about those and, and how they're constructed. 
Again, this podcast is intended for general education on personal financial management and investments. I've not taken into account your particular situation in my comments, and nothing that I've said should be considered as investment advice. Do your own research and make your own decisions regarding your personal financial situation. Like and subscribe and turn on notifications so you see when the next episode drops. Thank you very much.